With over 35 years of friendship, four marriages, two divorces, and three children between them, there's pretty much no subject that these two have left untouched. In fact, it is a miracle that they've not run out of things to say. A weekly three-hour walk with lots of chit and chat led to the birth of the Chitty Chat Podcast. Loaded with enthusiasm and fun, each week Emma and Bobo pick a subject for a deep dive. A few tangents with lots of wisdom and laughter along the way. Welcome to Chitty Chat, Season 2, Episode 4, with myself, Fiona Todd, and... And me, Emma Cantero. Hello. Hello. You were funny when you said me. It was as if it was someone else. I know. Me. I wasn't sure I'm who, Emma I wasn't sure who I was for a minute. It's really? been a long, long, long weekend, actually. Quite hard. But not a long weekend, as in an extra no. day. No, just fitting a lot in weekend. But that's what we had a little for. bit of a migraine weekend for me. Ah, Mm, so it felt a bit, a little bit under the weather, actually. A little but bit low. A bit low, a bit low. But I'm headache-free at the moment, which is good. Fantastic. I've turned the corner, mm, which is fantastic. good. Fantastic. Now, there was some very sad news this weekend. I saw that um, Christopher Plummer he has passed away. Died, he was 91. 91. That was, um, yes, yeah, a shame, because I think he's... Um, well, you and I turned into quite fans of Christopher Plummer, we didn't did. we? We did. So... Obviously, he's um, most well-known for um, The Sound of Music, for Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. And I remember, well, it was... Because we used to, when we were younger, we used to watch The Sound... We know, when we were at school, we used to watch The Sound of Music. Well, I lot. know, we used to see bits of it, but we never watched the whole movie. Because I, I think I was... I think I was 16 before I actually saw the whole movie. And then when I did, we loved it. (laughs) We loved it, didn't we? We knew all the songs. We used to do all the um, libretto and say all the stuff. And the kids were brilliant. And what time would he be? um, How long will he be gone for this time? I think we knew the whole thing off by heart. We, we did, we did, because that was when Greta was like, you could see her mm. looking for her cue, the little girl. She kept looking for her cues all the time, so it was, it was quite funny. So, you know, but, it was um, one of those movies that we watched and watched, and and then you and I, a few years ago, we went to watch it um, with Sing Along Sound of Music, wasn't it? Sing Along Sound. It of was, music. and we we made the faux pas of not realizing that you were supposed to dress up. And so it was Mardi Gras weekend. It was just saying, and every, <laughs> oh, is that why people were dressed up? Yes, I think so. Oh, I th- no, I thought it was. I thought it was um, obligatory with the sing along that you go dressed oh, up. So there sure. were people dressed up as nuns. There were whole Van Trapp families in play clothes, you know, with the flower play clothes on and whatever. Well, you, we, you and I were not dressed up. No, so, but mm. we were up in the in the the um, cheap seats, so it was probably okay. But then the the revelation happened, didn't it? The movie started, the revelation happened, and I remember looking at you as um as the film got underway. And I remember looking at you and going, oh, my God, Christopher Plummer is a bit of a sort. Bit of, he was like, he was a bit of all right. We were like, oh, we've quite, you know, he's, okay. he's, not, he's nice on the Oh, eye. my God, this adds a whole new dimension to the movie that we're going, he's quite nice. Because at 16, we Ooh. didn't see it like that because he obviously looked a bit more like your father, didn't he, at 16? Oh, you look right, you know, your dad. Why would you yeah. be looking at that? Um, but at the age that we went to see the sing-along Sound of Music, he was like, oh, this is, you know, the older man, George Clooney looking, wasn't he? Well, so it was a, a bit of a rite of passage into middle-agedom, wasn't well, it? Well, I think it was our defining moment where we actually felt, hmm, I think we might be middle-aged now, wasn't it? 
whatever middle age being 35 these days isn't it mm, of course of course but it um, was a little it was a bit of a striking you know people say well you you reach middle age when you think that the policeman is is um young young has that happened to you yet well, I don't often see policemen. No. Oh, yes, it has. Now, I've seen a few young policemen and you think, are you a strippergam or are you a real policeman? <laughs> That's actually funny, the strippergram. I have a funny story about strippergram. <laughs> are you going to go off peace? Go on then. What's your strippergram story? It's worth it story? though. Well, you know how my, my dad um, is not very good at directions like myself? Oh, yes. So Hopeless. One... Gets lost. Yes. So one time when we went back to England to visit visit them, we went to Tenby in Wales with my mum and dad. Um, so mini, break. Mini, break. mini break. Well, it was a week break. Mini break, week break. break. So we had, they were in one car and we were in the other car. And they got absolutely hopelessly lost. And I don't know if you've ever been to Tenby, but it's sort of like this one-way system that you can just go round and round in circles for hours. And even though they did actually have a GPS, still absolutely hopeless. So we were ringing them on the mobile, trying to explain, you know, where we were, where we were. And suddenly on the, I get my dad saying, no, it's all right. I found a policeman. I'll ask him. And of course, he went to ask him, but no, he was actually a stripper girl. <laughs> <laughs> So that didn't help. But that was sorry. That was a bit of a. I thought the stripper grand policeman still gave them directions, though. I think didn't they might he? have done. Anyway, they managed. I don't know who managed to help them out in the end, but they got there in the end. But yeah. So um, yeah. So policeman looking young is another defining moment when you apparently get to your middle age years. What other defining? Well, moments? then when you get to old age, they, it's perfectly acceptable. I know. So um, yes. Yeah, so, so that was sad news for Christopher Plummer. Um, very it's interesting that he hated the sound of music apparently as a movie. Did you know that? No. No, he actually I read this this weekend. He decided to do a musical because he's a Shakespeare actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decided to do that musical because he was hoping to put um, Serrano de Bergerac on, on stage as a musical. He was going to be involved in the production. And he thought, "Well, I might as well be in that musical because it'll give me some ideas." <laughs> so that's why he agreed to do the sound of music, but he thought it was awful. He hated it. And called it the sound of mucus for a number of years. And it was only in the last sort of 10 years where he actually, you know, thought, actually, you know what? It was a defining film, you know, beautifully well, shot. Well, Julie Andrews was magnificent yeah, but, yeah. in it, wasn't she? And it was beautifully shot. I mean, the... And it's a, it's a real, um, it, you know, it, it's a story that seems so lovely, but then it isn't. You know, the, the twist at the end. Well, that's it. But I must admit, when I used to watch it, I never used to watch that end bit. You know, when it gets to the soldier bit. Oh. And I never, so I always sort of seem to, because it's quite long. It is very long. And that's why I said I never really watched all of it. So, but um, I used to watch the bit of her coming over the mountain, which I think is actually the opening credits. And that was the only bit I'd ever seen. (laughs) I didn't realise it was a four hour movie behind it. So, Um, yeah. So, um, but it is something we watched in our youth. Now, another thing um, made us realise how old we were this week, didn't we? We got a, a, a photo through on one of our social media on channels. On messenger, messenger chat, which um, we have with a lot of people that we used to go to school with, secondary to high school with. Isn't and, it? Um, yeah, so the photo came up of us back in the day. And I wasn't sure if it's me on the end. I think it is me <laughs> it's on you. the end, I isn't love it? that. I'm not sure if it's me. <laughs> well, I, I, was looking, I was quite skinny then. I oh, was you're quite, very skinny. I was quite, and I just thought, oh, my God. We're all skinny. I've got to get back to that. I thought you looked very like your daughter. Oh, not Winona Ryder. 
Well, I think you both look a bit like Renee and So I did show, I did show um, Serge my latest husband. Like, and I could thought, he pick you? Well, I thought he won't be able to pick me because we met in, you know, later years when I was um, 35, obviously. And um, no, he was straight in there and he said, no, no, that's you, definitely. And I'm like, He oh. didn't pick me though, did he? He did, he did. Eventually. The, eventually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but like that photo um but where were all the boys in it so there's there's two there's a group of people um mm. kids in the photo of which we are two um i don't remember taking that or having that photo i don't well, remember taking that it, photo in it no so you didn't take it. <laughs> no i didn't take it but i don't remember the photo being taken well no. or why we would do it because there's only a couple of boys in it I know. I'm not sure why. We were just probably someone had brought the brought the um, brought their camera in and was mucking about. Probably last day of school or something, wasn't it? Last day of the school term or something like that. Yeah. I mean, no one's really looking. Well, apart from me, I'm the only one really looking at the camera because I'm like got no friends. Everybody else is is mucking around in it, aren't they? Well, well the interesting thing is, well, because the, the, remember we did talk about this in one of our earlier podcasts with a little help from our friends when we were part of the awesome foursome group. Remember, we had you know, oh, very close friends. Yes, with there were four of us, and that, and we're still friends at that point because the four of us are sitting together. Did you pick that up? I did. I you did, did actually. So, so that's got to be at least the first three years because the breakup happened in year three. Yeah, which is equivalent of year nine. Like year nine, yeah. These days, so no, it was great to. Uh, it was really good, and there was a, another one as well, which I don't think you and I were in the other. No, one. we weren't in the other one, other. but it was but really nice hair, to see everyone's everyone. Everyone's hair was fantastic like in the second the 80s hair the really aging oh it's now. got to come back hasn't it it's i mean flares sort of have come back other things mullets are beginning to come back but Big what hair. was interesting it wasn't the boys that were having the mullets it was the girls that were wearing the mullets oh yeah no we all had that <laughs> simon Le Bon, you know duran oh, duran hair didn't yeah. we flock of seagulls oh, fantastic oh, I mean, it's just not good hair was it not well good hair. it actually my hair in that was very short, so that was in my short orange hair days when I uh, and so I remember getting called into the senior mistress because I used to have long hair like I, I do now, yeah. and then I tried to lighten it because Melanie was lightening hers with um, sunning. So sunning I used that. Hair. It was all the rage to go blonde, so I'd use quite a lot of sunning, but I didn't go blonde. I went ginger. You went quite orange. Orange is a Tesco bag, apparently. Oh, yeah. And then, and well, that's what she said, because I had it. No one said anything while well, the hair was long and it was orange. And it was going more and more orange every day with each application of sun in. And then um, I had it, I cut in a salon in London. And they did this, that funny hairstyle that I've got in the picture. Oh, it's sort of choppy, choppy, isn't it? It's quite trendy. You were probably on more. more I don't know, but it was like really. I hated it. I absolutely hated it, and I was so upset. I think I'd cried all weekend after having it cut, <laughs> and then I got to school on Monday, and I was, I was, you know, tapped on the shoulder after we went to assembly, and we left assembly, and I got tapped on the shoulder and told to go to the senior mistress's office, and she hauled me in. And she asked me, you know. Um, was everything okay? And um, and and why did I have hair the colour of a Tesco bag? Because it was so, so for Australian listeners, Tesco is a supermarket chain. change, and their shopping bags at the time were stripy blue and white. So I don't. No, but, they, but they, they had their, red lettering. Their Tesco brand is red. I know, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At the Tesco, Tesco brand, brand, it wasn't. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I was confused at that comment. I'm like, it's not blue and white. Um, and then she asked me, had I? Um, was I uh, hanging around with punks? 
Really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So this um, senior mistress, this is Miss um, Couple Ditch. I mean, the name says it all. The name says it all. We sh- we she put the fear of God in anyone. That woman. Well, I mean, to, to be honest, our school was a little bit like Hogwarts, but without the magic, wasn't it? <laughs> It was, even though it was a state It was school, because we but, had masters yeah. that used to, well, you know, um, Mr. Griffin used to go around in his, his um, robe, you know, what do you call it? The robe. Those teacher's robes. I don't know what they're called. Well, when you graduate, you get one. Graduation cloak, teacher cloak. cloak. A cloak. Yeah, a black, like a cloak. The black cloak Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and a lot of them didn't t- he have one of his front things was rolled up into a ball i remember that he used to have a knot in it mm. so when he, he could whack people mm. with it and hit people mm. um so it, it was a bit like hogwarts without was, without the miss magic Couple miss coupledish was very straight laced she was a yeah, senior mistress um i don't think she'd probably ever had sex in her life actually oh emma no she hadn't you can't say I that i can't say that oh, she's dead now so of I course she probably did in her young no years. way bobo no why she do you say that? That's an awful thing anyway, to I say. I know, but it's true. I know I know it's awful, but it's what, true. How would you know about her youth sexual, and her life? I don't think she did. I think she had a massive... Because uh, she never had anything with anyone. <laughs> but anyway, I, well, I she, think you're being mean. There were two I teachers, actually, mean, I discovered actually. recently. Didn't Sally... I don't think you're um, being mean about her. <laughs> didn't um, Sally let slip that there were the two teachers that were... There were two teachers that got married... Mm. Um, and then there was, um, but I don't know. Getting, I don't know. I can't remember that one. But Tom, and in terms of being mean, she was mean. So I don't think I'm being mean. She was mean, and she has given. She gave me my hate of cooking. That woman. She. Do you remember we used to? Oh, do, I used to love home home economics. It was called home economics back then. Like, Ponzi name, wasn't it? Or H. Well, we always used to get into trouble, didn't we? We and and, and Melanie was very funny after it Melanie. Was, it was just ridiculous. I mean, this makes us sound like something out of the nine, like 1950s. Well, I think we got in trouble because we had to take a basket with all your ingredients like every a week. Basket. But before we got onto that, we had to make the gingham um, cover for the basket. Don't yeah, you remember making that? Yeah. Mine was blue and white I mean, yeah. with strips on. It's ridiculous. You know, some we, braiding down the side. It's like something out of Enid And then blighting. you had to bring your, your basket in Bonk. with all your stuff in each week. So. She, I remember when one of the first lessons we had with her for cooking, you know, it was like, oh, this is how you need to wring out your cloth. And, oh, you know, I still do it that way. Oh, God. And you, I, like, I think you enjoyed it. I was very it. pleased, yes. I hated it. I, I've even taught it the boys how to wring out a cloth. So she passed actually, on her wisdom. I don't like cooking and it was her fault. Completely her fault. Because before then, I'm sure I'd have liked cooking. So I do think, you know, but it is interesting how someone, there were not great experiences in that cooking lab with her. She was very fearsome, very derogatory. She either liked you or she didn't like you. And I know she had a go about your orange hair, but I think you were more in the like basket. I was in the like basket. The she was lovely. Basket. If you were in the unlike basket, it was, I was in the unlike basket. It wasn't a pleasant experience and it really put you off your food. And now, I thought she was wonderful. She was shit. <laughs> I oh, think she was actually... See, we've got diametric... We were both no, in the same place at the like, same time and we've got no, di- um, opposed views. Terrible. So The only time I I got into trouble was, was the cauliflower cheese um, incident. incident when mm. we didn't take in any ingredients for cauliflower cheese that we were making that day because mm. we didn't know we were making cauliflower cheese. So we all turned up with nothing and um, then she was like, well, where's your ingredients? And we're like, well, we don't have any. 
I still make my scones the way she sh- showed me how to make the scones. Oh, I think anything she ever we made, I've just obliterated, obliterated from my brain. Oh, so we had to make what was the thing with rennet? We had to make junket. Um, junket. Who makes junket? Like, hello, no one these days. Now, any of our listeners out there would have heard it. Who knows what a junket is? There you go. That's a um... and it's the most disgusting thing ever to eat. Junket. It's like this slippery. What what is it? It's got rennet in it, hasn't it? Rennet, and it's sort of. How would you describe it? I can't, it's, it's like, like a like, bad blancmange. I mean, it's oh, like a terrible. Do you like junket? Because you're no quite one ever fussy. likes. I'm a very fussy would eater. You no eat one junket? Ate, No one ever no. eats junket. What was the point of making junket? Well, because I think it was to teach us how to use um, how to set things so how to use gelatine which mm. is quite common in a lot of dishes so it's a very simple dish to make mm. with a setting agent right like curds and whey or something yeah it's a bit like yeah. that so mm. um yes yeah, so i knowing yeah so um so yes yeah, so in terms of um cooking i re- i don't cook as you know i don't cook very much it's not my but you're thing. a fabulous cook i don't like it i don't enjoy it and i'll put it down to her blame her but um school and food did you have um talk about school and food did you ever when you were at primary school have school dinners well we used to well when you were at school you used to have school dinners didn't you well, we did so, and i loved them i absolutely loved school dinners when i was at primary school i loved school dinners but you're so fussy i'm the fussiest eater ever but i loved school dinners i can't remember a school dinner i didn't love so Oh my god! I like. They again. used to make you like a proper, proper little meal, and it had oh, no green horrible cabbage. It was like um, it was like cardboard, but I loved it. It was that like, you remember that thick green savoy, not oh, even a savoy. Awful. It was more of a. I don't know what it was. It just, I mean, it put, um, it was called greens. No, it was called greens, oh, wasn't it? And it was just cooked for far too long. It well, I think disgusting. we had. I think we had very good dinner, ladies. Oh, we, so we didn't go to the same it. primary school. I went to like, um, you know, probably again, probably had a terrible, terrible cook. But um, but we used to get milk. Oh, so remember, you used to get milk. So you used to get a bottle of milk. Oh, that was. Revolting. And then they stopped that, which I absolutely loved. Well, my that little was bottle Thatcher, of milk. Isn't it? You can thank her for that. And then we used Thatcher, to get a school Thatcher, dinner that was cheap as chips. I remember taking my dinner money in, and you no, you could choose a little bit what you had. Oh. And I remember sitting at the tables and you got the big jug of custard. And when oh. everyone had finished their normal meal. Did you have more seconds? Oh, I, I loved it. Oh, I was like, I couldn't even finish it. It was like, it put me off so many things because the custard always had that skin on top. Oh, we used to fight over who oh got the skin. God. And then they used to do things like liver and onions. Oh, I love and liver make, and onions. Oh my God, baby, you're the fussiest person I know and you used to eat this stuff. <laughs> It was just the the most disgusting. It food. was delicious. It was, then, had just the right amount of flavour, but not too much. And then we used to have this awful jam tart. It put me off jam. For I, it's only in the last five years that I can actually eat jam. Well, the, what, the, we used to have the pastry one, so they'd make a lardy pastry with jam on top. Oh, it was awful. And it was it was oh, oh if that ever came out, I was like straight in for dessert. That and custard. Oh, I don't think you could get. I don't think you could I, do any um, better. Because it's interesting. I mean, obviously in Australia, I don't think that in the, they didn't have school dinners like we had school dinners. Well, they used to do it to make sure the, the milk and things to make sure that kids got everyone had a hot everyone meal. Everyone had a hot meal. So yeah, and I in actually, case you didn't yeah, get one. At home. And I remember actually, it was um, it went back to as early as 1906 that those that were fortunate enough to go to school had a hot meal, and then um, 
I suppose I've done a little bit of research for this episode. <laughs> and then by nineteen, by nineteen forty-four, the government paid for them all. But I think by the time we got to school, you were, we paid. You took but they've it, been. You know, I think locally they've been doing a similar thing here with breakfast to make sure everybody gets something oh, to a eat. Hot breakfast. Well, not necessarily hot breakfast, but oh. making breakfast available to kids at school. Um, and I know that Ollie's helped out on serving breakfasts and doing things. So to make sure again that that everyone is getting a hot meal hot meal but i remember back to our school or dinners meal. i remember that we used to have these dinner late where you that you had to you could you had to go up with a clean plate you couldn't try and leave it they were like insistent that you eat it i don't know no, was we, didn't have, oh, we, no we, we didn't have that we had, you could leave it i remember but you scraped end, it into oh, a you scraped into a bucket no. in the end and then it gave your clean plate so i back. used to go up like hardly eating anything because i hated it and it was like no you have to go back so this just went on for like the whole lunchtime didn't it and then it was honestly i thought i was going to like physically be sick with them they were the most awful for me it was the most awful awful traumatic experience oh and i loved it i couldn't wait till lunchtime i'd get so excited and then des- i mean i think there were one or two desserts but you used to get steam oh, oh. steam pudding with the um it was awful with the syrup oh. the syrup steam pudding oh. oh but i do remember and i don't know if you remember that was a something. good day if you got that we used to get something called Gypsy Tart. <laughs> Did you ever have something called Gypsy Tart? No, I don't think Again, I ever it was, had Gypsy it Tart. Again, it was pastry with this brown-looking splodgy stuff on top. And when I – it's a beigey brown, like nothing good. And it's like where – and I, a few – a couple of years ago, I thought Gypsy Tart, like honestly, where – that seriously cannot exist anywhere in the world. But I Googled it and it does. There's a recipe online for Gypsy Tart. <laughs> So There's I not one you're going to be making. Well, I might make it for old times' sake and just see. What we, we never think. had gypsy tart. Gypsy tart. We used to get um, the the ones with the the pastry on the bottom, and they used to do jam in it, or you could have lemon curd, or you could have treacle. <gasps> but the treacle sponge puddings were the best. So, like, you would have like you would love it if this school dinners was your menu. Like now, by the sound of it, if that was your weekly menu. Oh, I loved school dinners. Yeah. But let's be fair, you are quite a fussy person. Oh, I'm a nightmare. I am an absolute nightmare. So the fact that I love school dinners, I'm sure there must have been days when I didn't like school dinner. You know, but it was like a mini roast some days. You got a little bit of meat and some vegetables and you got a potato. I used to love the potatoes. You got a potato and some carrots and some of those green things. Delicious. And then follow it up with a bit of... um, Perhaps you had a better cook than we did. I reckon we have fantastic cooks at Mm. my school. So that. I have to say that because one of our friend's mums was one of them. Oh, well, Fantastic I think you had a better cooks. experience than I had then. I think we had the oh. not such good cooks. I wasn't so keen on the pink custard. Did you get pink custard? I'm sure we did. Strawberry then custard. I think I just like even didn't try not to even turn up for the school dinner and <laughs> just do a runner. But, um. Um, and I remember at high school they did have um, school dinners, but it was optional. You didn't have to have them. Yeah, no, high school was optional. And the main thing I remember at high school school dinners, I had a brace and I used to have to take the brace out to eat and I would leave my brace on the table while I ate my lunch and then I'd forget to put my brace back in so at the end of dinner time I'd lose my brace so you'd have to go in and if you forgot to take it out too early enough and started to eat and then you'd be covered in food and it was still on the table and you had to go back and get it after oh lovely that was nice thanks for sharing that one I know I used to have chips and beans every day chips and beans and a pudding if it was one of the good ones well by then you see I think um yeah, that's not very healthy, is it? Chips and beans every day. Delicious, though. Delicious. One of my favourite meals. <laughs> I know, and I remember there was the option to... Um, 
There was the option to have, not, you obviously you could have school dinners or you could bring in your own lunch. Yeah, you could bring packed so lunch. So I had a little, a little thing going with our, with Joe, our friend Joe, where um, I had money for school dinners, but she brought in her lunch. But we had this thing where well, actually what we could do is save my money to make a little bit of money, couldn't we? You know, because yeah, I got money and just share her school and share her school lunch. So she used to tell her mom, could you please make me an extra sandwich because I'm getting really hungry? No! <laughs> and that was for me. And then at the end of the week, you know, we've like managed to like get together, I don't know how much, you know, a bit of, uh, you know, probably equivalent of $10 or something of um, spending money. Genius, wasn't it? Entrepreneurial that was. See, so... Um, Oh, that's terrible. I'm stunned. Are you stunned? I'm that we, stunned. That's, that's how we... That to... I never got in on it. That's what I'm more stunned at. So that was, yeah, that was quite a, um, you know, we, we used to make a little bit of money in a way, I guess, on that. Well, no, sometimes we were given dinner money and then you wouldn't manage to have no. dinner, so... But that's it. You always can find quite inventive ways to get money, can't you? I'm always thought. Did you find that? The, on the hustle? No. <laughs> that happened then. No. So food, getting back to food though. So your fussiness as it was, I mean, let's be fair, you are one of the fussiest eaters that we know. I'm particular. I wouldn't say, f- 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 okay, I will say fussy. I was going to say particular. Yeah. Um, Apart from school dinners. Um, oh, and airline food as well. That's the other one I love. Airline food. Well, not it? if it's a curry, obviously, because I don't eat curry, but I do like a bit of airline food as well. So this is to suggest to me that you quite like bland food. Oh, yeah. I always tick, when they say option on which menu, bland. Bland. Big tick from so me. Not a, not a spicy girl. No. Not a, spi- not a good spice girl. No. No. I wouldn't be a spice girl. I'd be bland, Blanded. wouldn't I? Which spice girl are you? I'm bland. Oh. Beige. Maybe I should start wearing more beige. I used to be fussy when I was very, very little. So I knew, and I can remember not eating anything, you know, like, not wanting to eat anything and apparently one of my favorite foods was an egg raw egg in milk was <laughs> oh i don't think i'd even eat raw egg in milk now apparently i loved it i don't know it was a bit like an eggnog wasn't it a bit like an eggnog i reckon and, your mum was on the eggnogs and you yeah, wanted to, to have one too i had the one without the brandy and then um Fish fingers, apparently. I would just, I love fish oh, fingers. Oh, I love fish fingers. Who didn't? Bird's eye fish fingers. Oh, I'd eat fish fingers. And tuck biscuits. Do you remember tuck biscuits? Oh, they were those delicious. They were really buttery. I know. I actually quite miss those. Can't get those you can here. You can get them. Can you get them here? Um, I don't know. Put it on my list. I'm going to see if I can get you a tuck biscuit. biscuit. Oh, that I reckon I can, actually. I think I've seen them and I know where so, to get them. Um, yeah, so I was really fussy. And I remember when we were, when I was five... We did end up doing a trip to um, to France. There wasn't, I mean, it wasn't flash. We got like the you know the ferry, fast ferry, well not fast ferry, the Channel ferry over wherever it is, and then a train down to the south of France. And my mum and dad thought, oh, this is just going to be a dreadful trip because I won't eat anything. And I just absolutely, I ate everything. Well, who wouldn't? Who I wouldn't? Mean... In front, I had all the steaks with the garlic. I don't think I had like you know frog's legs or snails, but I just literally. You know, just and from that moment on, I was never fussy again. That Did you go back and eat school dinners though? No, no, because I just started school. Probably, probably, oh. I expected school dinners to be like those lovely French meals that I had mm. on holiday because it would have been just before I probably commenced school. Oh, oh, did you hear that? Was, oh, was that <laughs> bell telling us that it's nearly time? <laughs> time for dinner. Is it time so, for dinner? There used to be a dinner bell, didn't there? The dinner bell used to ring. Yeah, yeah. And um, you would all line up and go in. 
So and they'd sort of do sittings to get all the kids through. So you're fussing us with food. Yes. Have you got other members of your family that are fussy? Is it just you? Um, my dad um, has a particular thing. He doesn't like mushrooms or eggs. Is that because he's allergic to them? Or? No, he just doesn't like them. Um, he, he says it was in the after the war, he, that's all they ate because they were sort of out in the country. So oh, he ate an awful lot of eggs. I love mushrooms and eggs. Um, yeah. So he just Got can't, over it. just can't eat, eat them. Mm. Which is weird because you'd have thought if it was that, you'd have got over it by now. Um, my mum doesn't, again, doesn't like spicy hot food particularly. So, so no. you, you probably, yes, yeah, sounds like you grew up in a grey bland. <laughs> well, I did. Well, I was the days, you know, when you when you cooked your food, you cooked your food. You cooked the, you the know. Buggery out of it. Yeah. yeah. You, only vegetables were limp. And your water from your vegetables was green, but the vegetables had gone brown, you know. So actually, this is a good question for you. So imagine you're on death row. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just work with me on this. <laughs> right. Not enough. And, you know, you get, and you know, and you get what they, you know, before your execution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your last meal request. What would be your, have you, you know, have you ever thought of this? Does no, this I keep haven't. you awake at night? I haven't, but do you know what? You mentioned it earlier, and I reckon that was probably what I'd ask for. What? I'd go liver and onion with bacon, mashed potato, and those horrible greens, and I'd follow it up with um, treacle pudding, (laughs) or syrup pudding, treacle pudding and custard. Wow. And what would you be drinking? If you could be allowed an alcoholic beverage with that meal. Oh, I'd have a glass of first. A glass of first, just to celebrate your, yes, the I end of the so. road. Um, oh, so that that would be my ideal meal. I, I don't think my kids eat liver because it's not something it's served anymore. No. But I love liver and, oh, I liver and bacon. Like my mum used to cook it. I mean, it was one of those meals that she'd cook oh. at home and it, you'd get home and it was liver. Oh, I loved it. Unbelievable that you like that stuff. I'm just trying to think what was I can't mine. eat kidneys, but I Ugh. love liver. Kidneys are, no, because they don't like but the do apologise for any vegetarians that may be listening to this podcast. <laughs> so. Well, I have been wondering recently whether I should go plant-based vegan. It's I'm beginning to think about it. I must admit, I mean, when neither yourself or I are vegetarian or vegan, um, but I, I like vegetarian food. love it, actually. So I would, and then we definitely try not to have meat every day I don't like to have meat every day I actually find it too hard to process so I you know I could definitely if someone said to me oh you've got to be vegetarian I'd be more than happy to be vegetarian actually oh strangely enough I would as well even though I'm really fussy yeah because I, I like it, I quite like my legumes your legumes so I'm just trying to think of in terms of my you know last meal <laughs> Oh, so oh, let, let me pose the question to you. So if you're on death row, Emma, <laughs> for crimes that we won't mention. Or oh, because I, you know. But probably related to home economics. Well, um, I, and not, yeah. we're not squeezing your cloth out probably, properly. Um, what would your last meal be? Well, um, it's weird because I, I wonder what the most, be interesting, there must be statistics somewhere, which what the most asked for thing is. Fried chicken um, probably. Probably. Um, what would it be? I think I wouldn't. I do like a roast chicken, I must say. So, roast chicken and with all the trimmings would be quite nice, wouldn't it? To have quite comforting. It's quite comforting, <laughs> quite comforting quite before, <laughs> before the big moment. Before, yes. Uh, yes, quite comforting. So, that might be, yeah, probably that. If And for dessert, I 
I'm not actually a big dessert person, believe it or not. I very have a very sweet tooth and love chocolate, but I would rather have a bit of chocolate than a proper dessert. I don't actually like, apart from apple crumble. Oh, well, there you go, apple crumble. We have an apple. Would crumble. you have it with a custard or ice cream? Mm. Or both. Or both. Probably both. I'm feeling quite hungry now actually discussing all this. Well, I really want apple crumble. <laughs> I'm growing some rhubarb in my garden at the moment. So I'm, yeah. I'm as soon as the rhubarb is a little bit more, I'll be able to start mm. eating the rhubarb mm. from the garden with a little bit of apple. So apple and rhubarb crumbles every weekend. Here I come. Love. No, that's good. So um yeah, so that would probably be mine, yeah. Top tip. Yeah, that was one pudding I didn't like. They used to do rhubarb. You didn't like it then. And I hated it then. I think absolutely hated but it. But you like it now. Oh, I really like it, I but it's only been recently the... that I've probably the last five, ten well, years. Well I think because when you're younger you you've got a lot much more sensitive palate, mm. which you've obviously probably still got. Um and then as you get older, you know it you whatever your taste buds yeah, vary. So what Whatever happened to school dinners? Because I know, I know. Recently, oh. Jamie Oliver did that big yeah, yeah. No, well, thing I, about trying to get I, proper school dinners mm. and actually healthy school dinners. Let me tell you what happened. What, what happened to school you? dinners? Because they were just well in the eighties um, with Margaret Thatcher. She took away the milk, as you know, which I don't mind because it was awful. It used to be left out and was horribly went disgusting. Oh, I used to off. love my bottle of milk. Ugh, hated it. I hated that. It put me off milk for years. Anyway, so that went called, no, she was called Thatcher, Thatcher, the milk snatcher. And then what they did is they actually privatised the school dinners. So they, um, it was take, because it used to be paid for by the government with government, you know, employees. And they gave it to private companies, you know, contracted it out, who of course trying to make a profit, came up, bought absolute rubbish. And when I say rubbish, I mean oh, very that's processed the, food. Yes. So that's when the, all the stuff in the 90s Went and down. the 2000s, and they actually discovered the, what they were giving kids was dreadful diet. Like, to be fair, okay, I didn't like the school dinners, but in terms of what we're talking about, it was oh, much yeah, it was, more it was really um, balanced. balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually quite healthy, if you like. Yes. This was just rubbish. You know, it was t- totally processed stuff that they could make really Which is cheaply. why you're getting more people, more kids obese. Yep. So... And that's when, yeah, like I think a few years ago, like I think it was about 10 years ago that Jamie Oliver was like enough is enough and tried to go and educate. Well, I suppose probably because he had kids and the yeah, kids would be going to school no. and then suddenly he's seeing mm, going, what mm. are they feeding them? Mm. Mm. So that's, that, that's the story. So I don't know if they still have them, if they still do school dinners in, in England. I don't know. Yeah, and I did actually do, and I thought it was never a thing here in Australia. That was always, they have, you know, the school canteen. Where you can buy, yeah, buy you something. can buy stuff here, but most kids here take take, take their own um, their own food in. Mm. I know that there's, you know, that's a whole new conversation about the allergies and no nuts and no, no. nuts, nuts, no nuts. Because they're beginning to say actually that's a really bad thing. We should just let kids, you know. Well, he tells me now that they're in when they get to year eleven and twelve, they are allowed to take nuts because they think they're old enough not to share their nuts. <laughs> So I believe they have taken nuts. Perhaps they shouldn't have done. We're getting. Oh, Ollie takes nuts. He always has at high school because mm. that's one of the th- only toppings that he'll eat because he's got my fussiness. So he'll only eat peanut butter in his lum. But there are lunch. some people their nut allergy is so bad they only have to sniff a nut. Oh, that's my niece. Oh, really? If, if um, if you've got peanut butter in the cupboard, she will need probably need her pen. What if she just kept walked in the house? Mm. Mm. And you've got peanut butter in the cupboard. Mm. When really? she came to school, we had to clean everything out and make sure we didn't have anything around. And if Ollie, you know, if, if, if Ollie was going to make... I, so I think, she, well, she goes down the peanut butter 
aisle in the supermarket. I know, you would think that. So I think it's actually right, but I think my sister was worried that Ollie would leave knives out. So if you had exposed peanut (laughs) butter in the kitchen. And Ollie's like throwing the knives. But Mm -hmm. that's the only thing he eats for lunch. We had to do a compromise of making his lunch, making sure he's packed it away, and then cleaning everything to make sure there was Mm. no trace of it Mm. and ensuring... um, yeah, that, that there was no trace of it around, so we got away with it. And oh, so it was yeah. okay. So, but look, before we go, yes, it's lovely talking to you about food, and I'm feeling really hungry now. I think I'm feeling really hungry, hungry, and I really want. I'm in charge of dinner tomorrow night, so I actually might subject the family to liver and bacon. I think there'd be uproar if I served that to the right. kids. Yeah, I think the bacon. You'll be if you don't grow up with it, oh, it's just, something that you no. can't have. I don't think introduced as an mm-hmm. adult. No, and I've only ever had it at school, and I never, never. Oh, we used to have it at home all the time. Loved it. But we have our regular segment: what gets you go, or what pisses you off. And I've got something for you this week. Oh well, let me ask you the question then, Emma. What what gets you go? What gets my go? Is we have a one? You know, have a Dyson vacuum cleaner, and when you go, you know, one of the handheld Mm -hmm. ones that collects all the stuff in the cylinder. What gets my goat is when you go to get the vacuum cleaner and it's completely full. So the last person that used it didn't empty it. That gets my goat. Does that get your goat? Doesn't happen in my house. Why? Because we all know when you use the vacuum cleaner, before you put it away, you empty it. And everyone does that. Well, as I'm the main hooverer, principally, I know. I'm the only one that uses it. No, but I I have seen other members of the household use the hoover once or twice. I have to say once or twice um, since we've had it. And they know the routine. Oh. You've used the hoover, empty it, put it away. Well, so we don't have that. that, in that, that doesn't, my goat is not, not got by that. And have you got a what gets you goat or what pisses you off for this week? No. No? I don't think I have. Nothing's nothing. upset me this week. Nothing's upset you. Apart from my weight issues, but nothing else. Nothing. That nothing. hasn't got my goat. There we go. Well, look, I thought you'd be happy that I had a little little entry for this week for what gets you go. Oh, and I oh I do have an update for you. I haven't shared. I had a um on the walk this morning. I had a small coffee with oat milk. Oh, and did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. It's nutty. No, I have. I've had oat milk before. Done, oh, you've had it with me. I know, but I did it again today, and I think I think that's going to be my order from oh, now on. From on now the walk, on the walk, the walk order will be an oat milk small coffee. And is oat milk better for you? Do you think? Well, I think so because again, it's back to vegetarian. It's oaty, isn't it? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's oaty. <laughs> it's oaty. So I could be vegan because you're not allowed milk if you're vegan. No, so it's, so it's, it's my, on it's, that. On that, you I'm know. on that trajectory. So mm. that in in fifty years time. I might be ready to convert. <laughs> There's no need to rush these things. No. All right. Okay. Well, I think we'll... Um... <gasps> no, there was something. I'm oh. coming in with a late get your goat. Oh, brilliant. There was a man this week. I was going to work and there was a man. We're doing social distancing. So social distancing in the queue. 1.5 to 2 metres between everyone. Mm. And we used to do two lines to get onto the ferry. So there's two lines of passengers on the ramp to get onto the... With COVID, it's just one line. And there was this middle-aged man. He was, And he was, he stood next to me. Oh. And he was trying to take my priority in the queue. Now, look, the fairy tale still, I mean, we've reduced numbers because they're trying to space people mm. out. But he was trying to take my place in the queue. Now, that really gets my go. I'm a British and I like queuing and I like a little bit of orderly queuing. 
And he was just trying to muscle in. So I made myself extra large. The elbows came out. I secured my position in front of him. And then as people walked down the ramp to get onto Mm. the boat, I deliberately made myself big and went slowly. (laughs) And then as I got to the bottom of the ramp, I suddenly picked up speed, sprinted across the the, um, the ramp onto the um, boat, up the stairs, and I secured what I thought was the best spot on the boat. And was it? Is it? A disaster. I secured the spot on the boat that had the sun in my eyes and it was blisteringly hot day. I was sweating like no pig on my way to work. I was drenched. And at one point I had to stand up and stick my head out around the side of the boat because I was just too hot. So I I might have um, made myself, secured my spot in the queue, but then I picked the absolutely worst spot on the boat so oh. i won't be doing that again not sitting there again on the way to work oh no so back to, back to queuing with oh, it's just so rude there's no need there's no What's need there? there's a no lot of need. rudeness no need to be rude people that's what i say no need to be rude. no need to be rude yeah. he was supposed to be 1.5 meters mm. and i nearly said something to him and i wish i had mm. um but i didn't and before we go because we will close off now because we've probably gone over time oh. Romance, we've got Valentine's Day coming up. Are you excited? Will it be a romantic one for you this year? Emma, I think it will. You will do. I do. Mm. And we'll perhaps on the next, you know, next week you can uh, update us on that romance. Well, a reservation has been made. Let's just put it that Ooh, way. Oh, really? And we will be going out for lunch on Valentine's Day because we're too old and we can't stay away for, to go out for dinner. Oh, but you are actually going out on the day. On the day for lunch. Oh, I'm quite impressed. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing all about that. And, oh, and what about any... you? Have you, you, you organised no, your Valentine Day or nothing, not? Nothing planned. Well, who usually who usually organises it? We don't really do anything, do we? So, anyway. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, well. Is music be the food of love? Well, I'm, I'm now interested to see whether or not um, romance occurs or not. Oh, I know. Well, well you're the like, newlywed. I you know. Should you're be, putting me to shame. You should be full on. Putting, um, putting us to shame. I did see a picture that's circulating this week on Facebook or YouTube or something or TikTok or some sort of mm. media. And it was someone who tried to put roses around their bed. Oh, the uh, sheet. Yeah. Yes. And it just looks yeah. like a horror scene. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so don't, I was going to say that. Do that, don't recommend roses no. on the birds. But um, yeah, so well, we do the Valentine's edition next week. Valentine's that, edition that... next week, I think, yeah. Because it is Valentine's Day next Sunday. Next Sunday, so yeah. So uh, whether we podcast that day on Valentine's Day, I don't know, but we'll, oh. why not? It'd be lovely to catch up with you on Valentine's Day. Oh, well, it would day. be lovely. Lovely. All right. Lovely. Well, we could I wear think... wings, no? We could wear Cupid wings. Cupid wings. Beautiful. Lovely. Well, on that note, I think it's time to say it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from her. Goodbye. Speak soon. Bye. Episode four has come to a close. Signing out. Bye. Bye. Bye.